0: Hi, this is Healthy Living with Nicole. And if you're new to our podcast, welcome. On today's show, we'll discuss happiness, how to become happier, and what science says about the good life. We'll discuss the misconceptions about happiness, why our expectations are so bad, what stuff really increases happiness, strategies to reset our expectations and putting strategies into practice. So here we go. We all have heard our parents say, go to school and get a good job, um, and make a lot of money. I think every parent wants the best for their kids, so this is something that was instilled in every child in America, since they were little kids to go to school, do well, and you can make a lot of money and and get a good job. Um, You can buy a house, you can um, have, get a car, a nice car, have awesome stuff like luxury bags, the newest trend in clothing, jewelry, and so on. A recent study at Yale University showed that having a good job with high income doesn't have that much impact on happiness. And we find out that people who had, an, who had awesome stuff was less happy, which also means we don't need awesome stuff to be happy. There were two, there was an experiment um, done with two groups was split in half, and one group was given a hundred dollars to purchase an experience, and the other half was given a hundred dollars to purchase material stuff. They were asked, When you think about this purchase, how happy does it make you feel? And research shows the group with the with the experience was 7.51 points. And the group with the material was 6.62 points on a scale of 1 to 10, and 10 being the most happy, when thinking about the purchase. The group also was asked, how does the anticipation of this purchase make you feel? From a scale of 1 to 4, The group that purchased the experience, the the experience, excitement level was 2.64 points. And the group that purchased the material stuff, excitement level was 1.37 points. So, what does this mean? According to the Yale study, it proves that experiences can make us happier than stuff. Experiences are also better than stuff for other reasons, too. For example, when you tell people about the experiences, it's just way more fun for everybody else than when you tell people about your stuff like a Gucci bag, a new car that I just purchased. Um, That stuff is boring and it sticks. That's why experiences is better because it resonates with other people. Right now, we're going to take a break and we'll come back. Welcome back to Healthy Living with Nicole. Have you ever noticed that when you have... um, successful parents and they have children and the children have not seen the parents because the parents are working so hard um, days and long hours and come home late at night. And so they feel a little guilty because they haven't really raised their children or have not been home. So what does most parents do? They feel guilty. And when you feel guilty, what do you do to make up for not being there? You wanna give your children everything. You wanna give them money, you wanna give them stuff, and you wanna um, give them things that you think will make them happy. But a lot, a lot of times when you see that, you see parents giving their children um, lots of money, they can go shopping, they can do all of these things because they're trying to replace their love of not being in the home with stuff. And nine times out of 10, the children are miserable, miserable they 're not happy, and all they want is that is to be happy. They want their parents, they want to be able to see their parents, they want to be able to spend time with their parents and that 's another another um, example of stuff. Having awesome stuff is not always the answer, as you can see an example that um, when you give people stuff and you 're absent, that people are more prone to not, more prone to being miserable because what they want is the time with that person. They don't really want the stuff. They want to spend time with the person and that's more valuable than the stuff. And that's, we um, can go and see as well. We have other examples of, you can see different celebrities or wealthy people who have so much money and you can look at them and say, Oh, oh boy, they have everything. They have a beautiful home. They have a beautiful family and children. They can buy whatever they want. They can travel and go wherever they want. They have all the money in the world to buy all the cool gadgets and toys that they can ever imagine. But you see a lot of these people are depressed. They're not happy. And most of the times, it's suicides that take over they and they end their lives because they're not happy, and you wonder why someone would all of all have everything would be so unhappy It's because they're lonely, they don't have the connection with with people, and also they don't have that experiences. To be able to be around people to share those stories and to be able to connect. So, what we're going to do here, we're going to give you some um, set of strategies you can put into action and you can start right now. One, don't invest in stuff as much because it sticks around and we get bored with them. Instead, invest in like a vacation, hiking, learning a new skill, or Things that don't stick around because we get more happiness out of it. Okay, that's why I love experiences because you have that memory to savor and appreciate it. So you can always relive an experience. You can go back in time and you can say, "Remember when we did um, this? Remember when we were hiking? Remember when we found out about how to make a..." Um, a new dish. Remember how we learned how to um, farm or how we was able to make a new bike or whatever it is that you are learning, a new skill, a new hobby. You can always go back in time and remember those things and they can relate with all people and they can be happy and you can just enjoy that moment and appreciate it. Two, simple acts of kindness brings us happiness as well. For example, soup kitchens if you have everything and you are fulfilled and you are not happy and you feel yourself being depressed, the best thing you can do is give back to others. Always go to a place where you can help other people because you take the focus off yourself. And when you do that, you're, you, you end up seeing that it's other people that are worse than you. And you are more happy when you're out there giving your time and energy to make someone else happy because in return, that will also make you happy as well. So always it's good to give back, whether it be in a soup kitchen, whether it be um, giving clothing to a family who don't have Um, Also, if you are seeing an elderly person in your neighborhood and they're in a garden, maybe going over there and helping them in the garden. They might need your help. And that's always showing different kinds of acts of kindness. And that makes you happy overall. I just love it when you can just help out wherever there is a need, because not only are you helping someone, doing something that... um, may be hard for them at that time, but you are also getting joy in it as well. And you're just making yourself a great person. Okay. Three, avoid social comparison. Now, this is a big one, guys, because a lot of people always try to measure themselves with what they see on social media. And so this is like the danger zone. We don't always know What it is to have what they have. We don't know what they're going through when they get those things that they have. And we don't know how they are actually feeling, if that's even real or not. So, the worst kind of reference points are other people. If we can avoid using these reference points, we can be a lot happier. Here's an example you're looking through your Instagram feed, and everyone is having an awesome week, and you find yourself making a comparison. Like, oh my gosh, they're having a better time than I am. I'm home, I'm I'm doing nothing. And they're out traveling the world. They're out hiking, they're skiing, they're um on a yacht. And you're looking at them like this is their best, you know, that they're doing way better than you are. But a lot of time when you look at Instagram, a lot of those people are not really, that's not their life. They're doing that for, um, um. Um, Followers and they get they're doing that to get more attention so they can get um, more people to follow and like their page. So, a lot of things that you see is not actually the person's life, it's just a business. And Instagram is a business if you look at it that way, it's just to get more followers. And in return, the more followers you have, the more ads that you can get and you can get paid and make a lot of money. So, we got to remember that when we are looking at other people and we're feeling that way. Out loud, you you have to say, stop. That calls your brain to take a moment to stop and think. The stop technique control your mind from being all over the place. Like I stated before, you're assuming all of these things without not realizing that it can be a plethora of things why that person is having an awesome week. Of course, they can actually be having an awesome week, which is fine. but also, they can be doing this for other reasons as well, so we don't know because we're not in their shoes. so it's best to just stop yourself and just take a seat back and just to um um reset. And, and pretty much just um, think of what you're, um, what you're saying, okay? And the fourth thing is gratitude. Gratitude can increase your mood and lower your stress levels by writing down things you are grateful for, make you even happier. So let's start here. You're listening to this podcast. You're learning new things. And you're being more happier. So you can write down today's um, date. And you can say, today I was listening to Healthy Living with Nicole. And I learned some great tips on how to become happier. So I'm going to thank Nicole at um, with Healthy Living with Nicole. And I'm going to thank her because I've learned something new today. And I'm, I'm just grateful for it. So whatever you find that you're grateful for, just write it down. That makes you happier because you're looking at the things that you have experienced throughout the day and you can appreciate those things. So by writing things down and just being grateful makes you even more happier. Number five, meditation. A practice of turning your attention away from distraction, distracting thoughts toward a single point of reference like your breath. A specific thought Compassion, etc, by med- meditating a half an hour a day mean means the brain is getting stronger, which makes you happier so whenever you are meditating, you always want to get into a place where you're doing self care you're actually sitting down, and it's all about you you're breathing slowly you're just taking it all in. You're just having compassion. You're just thinking about how beautiful the day is and how peaceful and relaxed you are. And when you do that, you're making yourself not only your brain is getting stronger, but you're getting happier as well because you're not trying to um, watch someone and and, and try to measure yourself with that person. But you're actually taking self-care of yourself by meditating, which is awesome. It's always awesome to quiet the mind and just think about you. Number six, exercise. Exercise for thirty minutes three times a week can boost your happiness, especially for people with depression. Let me tell you, people, exercise don't have to be something that is horrible because a lot of people don't like to exercise. It can be whatever you like to do, whether you like cleaning, whether you like walking, whether you like. Dancing, As long as you are moving your body, that's a form of exercise. So we don't want you to get into the the motion of, oh, my God, I got to get up and, and pick up all this weights and I have to do all these lunges and I have to do all these squats. I mean, those are good as good as well. Those are formal exercises. But do what you love to do. Dance. If you, love, if you love dancing, dance. That's a form of exercise. Dance for 30 minutes. If you love walking, go out there and walk. That's a form of exercise. And it's also great. You, have a, you can take in the scenery. You can go with a friend and you can just enjoy the environment as you walk in and, and, and just move the body. The body is meant to move. It's not meant to be stationary. So by, impl- by implementing these tips, you will experience the good life of happiness. So once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in and click on the support button so we can continue to bring you more topics on healthy living with Nicole. Always remember, healthy people build a healthy world. Until next time, bye. Welcome back to Healthy Living with Nicole. Have you ever noticed that when you have um, successful parents and they have children and the children have not seen the parents because the parents are working so hard um, days and long hours and come home late at night and so they feel a little guilty because they haven't really raised their children or have not been home. So what does most parents do? they feel guilty, and when you feel guilty, what do you do to make up for not being there? You want to give your children everything you want to give them money, you want to give them stuff, and you want to um, give them things that you think will make them happy but a lot a lot of times when you see that, you see parents giving their children um lots of money, they can go shopping, they can do all of these things because they're trying to replace the love of not being in the home with stuff. And nine times out of 10, the children are miserable, miserable. They're not happy. And all they want is that is to be happy. They want their parents. They want to be able to see their parents. They want to be able to spend time with their parents. And that's another, another um, example of stuff. Having awesome stuff is not always the answer. As you can see an example that, um, when you give people stuff and you're absent that people are more prone to not more prone to being miserable because what they want is the time with that person. They don't really want the stuff. They want to spend time with the person and that's more valuable than the stuff. And that's, we um, can go and see as well. We have other examples of, you can see different celebrities or wealthy people who have so much money and you can look at them and say, oh what? oh boy, they have everything. They have a beautiful home. They have a beautiful family and children. They can buy whatever they want. They can travel and go wherever they want. They have all the money in the world to buy all the cool gadgets and toys that they can ever imagine. But you see a lot of these people are depressed, they're not happy, and most of the times it's suicides that take over, they end, they end their lives because they're not happy. And you wonder why someone would all of, all, have everything, would be so unhappy. It's because they're lonely, they don't have a connection with, with people, and also they don't have that experiences to be able to be around people, to share those stories, and to be able to connect. So what we're going to do here, we're going to give you some um, set of strategies you can put into action, and you can start right now. One, don't invest in stuff as much because it sticks around and we get bored with them. Instead, invest in like a vacation, hiking, learning a new skill, or things that don't stick around Because we get more happiness out of it. Okay? That's why I love experiences because you have that memory to savor and appreciate it. So you can always relive an experience. You can go back in time and you can say, remember when we did um, this? Remember when we were hiking? Remember when we found out about how to make a. a new dish. Remember how we learned how to um, farm or how we was able to make a new bike or whatever it is that you are learning, a new skill, a new hobby. You can always go back in time and remember those things and they can relate with all people and they can be happy and you can just enjoy that moment and appreciate it. Two, simple acts of kindness brings us happiness as well. For example, soup kitchens if you have everything and you are fulfilled and you are not happy and you feel yourself being depressed, the best thing you can do is give back to others. Always go to a place where you can help other people because you take the focus off yourself. And when you do that, you're, you, you end up seeing that it's other people that are worse than you. And you are more happy when you're out there giving your time and energy to make someone else happy because in return, that will also make you happy as well. So always it's good to give back, whether it be in a soup kitchen, whether it be um, giving clothing to a family who don't have Um, also if you are seeing an elderly person in your neighborhood and they're in a garden, maybe going over there and helping them in the garden, they might need your help. And that's always showing different kinds of acts of kindness. And that makes you happy overall. I just love it when you can just help out wherever there is a need, because not only are you helping someone doing something that, um, may be hard for them at that time, but you are also getting joy in it as well. And you're just making yourself a great person. Okay. Three, avoid social comparison. Now, this is a big one, guys, because a lot of people always try to measure themselves with what they see on social media. And so this is like the danger zone. We don't always know what it is to have what they have. We don't know what they're going through when they get those things that they have. And we don't know how they are actually feeling, if that's even real or not. So the worst kind of reference points are other people. If we can avoid using these reference points, we can be a lot happier. Here's an example. You're looking through your Instagram feed and everyone is having an awesome week and you find yourself making a comparison like, oh my gosh, they're having a better time than I am. I'm home, I'm I'm doing nothing. And they're out traveling the world. They're out hiking, they're skiing, they're um on a yacht. And you're looking at them like this is their best, you know, that they're doing way better than you are. But a lot of time when you look at Instagram, a lot of those people are not really, that's not their life. They're doing that for, um, 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 followers. And they're get doing that to get more attention so they can get um, more people to follow and like their page. So a lot of things that you see is not actually the person's life. It's just a business. And Instagram is a business. If you look at it that way, it's just to get more followers. And in return, the more followers you have, the more ads that you can get and you can get paid and make a lot of money. So we got to remember that when we are looking at other people and we're feeling that way, out loud, you you have to say, stop. That calls your brain to take a moment to stop and think. The stop technique control your mind from being all over the place. Like I stated before, you're assuming all of these things without not realizing that it can be a plethora of things why that person is having an awesome week. Of course, they can actually be having an awesome week, which is fine, but also they can be doing this for other reasons as well, so we don't know because we're not in their shoes, so it's best to just stop yourself and just take a seat back and just to um um reset. And, and pretty much just um, think of what you're, um, what you're saying, okay? And the fourth thing is gratitude. Gratitude can increase your mood and lower your stress levels by writing down things you are grateful for, make you even happier. So let's start here. You're listening to this podcast. You're learning new things. And you're being more happier. So you can write down today's um, date. And you can say, today I was listening to Healthy Living with Nicole. And I learned some great tips on how to become happier. So I'm going to thank Nicole at, um, with Healthy Living with Nicole. And I'm going to thank her because I've learned something new today. And I'm, I'm just grateful for it. So whatever you find that you're grateful for, just write it down. That makes you happier because you're looking at the things that you have experienced throughout the day and you can appreciate those things. So by writing things down and just being grateful makes you even more happier. Number five, meditation. A practice of turning your attention away from distraction, distracting thoughts toward a single point of reference like your breath. A specific thought compassion, etc. By med- meditating a half an hour a day mean means the brain is getting stronger, which makes you happier. So whenever you're meditating, you always want to get into a place where you're doing self-care. You're actually sitting down and it's all about you. You're breathing slowly. You're just taking it all in. You're just having compassion. You're just thinking about how beautiful the day is and how peaceful and relaxed you are. And when you do that, you're making yourself, not only your brain is getting stronger, but you're getting happier as well because you're not trying to um, watch someone and, 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 and try to measure yourself with that person, but you're actually taking self-care of yourself by meditating, which is awesome. It's always awesome to quiet the mind and just think about you. Number six. Exercise. Exercise for 30 minutes three times a week can boost your happiness, especially for people with depression. Let me tell you people, exercise don't have to be something that is horrible because a lot of people don't like to exercise. It can be whatever you like to do. Whether you like cleaning, whether you like walking, whether you like dancing. As long as you are moving your body, that's a form of exercise. So we don't want you to get into the the motion of oh my god I got to get up and and pick up all this weights and I have to do all these lunges and I have to do all these squats. I mean those are good as good as well. Those are form of exercises, but do what you love to do. Dance. If you love if you love dancing, dance. That's a form of exercise. Dance for 30 minutes. If you love walking, go out there and walk. That's a form of exercise and it's also great you have a you can take in the scenery you can go with a friend and you can just enjoy the environment as you walk in and 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 just move the body the body is meant to move it's not meant to be stationary so by impl- by implementing these tips you will experience the good life of happiness so once again i want to thank you all for tuning in and click on the support button so we can continue to bring you more topics on healthy living with nicole Always remember, healthy people build a healthy world. Until next time, bye. Wearing a mask every day can cause your mask to have an unpleasant odor from breathing and coughing in it. Spray Mask It On Mask daily to eliminate odors. Freshen and sanitize, leaving your mask with a natural scent of eucalyptics and mint. Maskit is a vegan mask freshener in a convenient, eco-friendly mister. We are the originators of Maskit. Don't settle for duplicators. Try Maskit now at healthylivingadvisor.com. Healthy Living with Nicole is a weekly podcast on every Wednesday, where I not only discuss my own passion for living a healthy lifestyle, but I will also be sharing interesting stories and trends from the fascinating world of healthy living. I will also interview amazing guests on wellness. My passion is to build a community around this healthy lifestyle but Healthy Living with Nicole will not be possible without your donation and support on my Spotify channel. To learn more about us, make sure to like us, comment, and subscribe. And please visit our website at healthylivingadvisor.com for more information on our wellness products. Thank you and have a great day.